Hello. Hello, everybody, and welcome to. Oh, here we go. <laughs> it's not Friendship Island. My name is Brendan. Hey, hey, hey. Her name is Sarah. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. <laughs> and we're here to talk about Love Island. <laughs> Australia season five week two aka episodes five six and seven and eight why didn't you do a five six seven eight uh because I I uh, <laughs> I because I uh, first you messed up the the pay versus play and now you messed up the well, five, we gotta six, pay to play <laughs> um okay so <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> Welcome everybody. If you couldn't if you if you dissociated while I sang that, <laughs> so did I. But uh yeah, we're here to talk about Love Island, Australia, season five. No one is likable, right? Do you like anybody? I have to say, how on earth did they do it? How did they find so many terrible fucking people? Everyone's it's like a train wreck. I said this before. It feels like what people who judge people who watch reality TV shows, that's a, this is what they think reality TV is, is Bef- this season of Love Island. Before we get too deep in, we <clears throat> should plug the things. Right. If you aren't already a patron, patreon.com slash notfriendshipislandpod, if you drop us $5 a month, guess what? We're doing a retro re- rewind season. So we're halfway through Love Island season five, UK, mm-hmm. over there, so... Jump over there. Give us a uh, give us your money, <laughs> Brendan. And we'll what the fuck? Give us some money, and we'll scream in your ears. <laughs> it's just a way to support the show. We appreciate you. I know. I sometimes I feel like I have to get gross about it to make it feel good. <laughs> Don't analyze clip that more. <laughs> Don't clip that. You're not allowed. Um, also, follow us on Instagram at Not Friendship Island Pod. Rate and review us wherever you listen. Yes, please. That really helps us out. So please do. Um, is that it? I think that's it. Uh, cool. Oh, real quick, something fun. Something I like. Th- uh, it's you know, uh, six degrees of Kevin Bacon. Oh, okay. So I opened up my ins- my personal Instagram. Oh, okay. And um, there's a girl who is like me- I have mutual friends with her. Like I've I've. I don't know. I've had a couple conversations with her. She's not my friend, but like I know people. You follow her though. You guys follow each other on yes on Instagram. Okay. Uh, I don't know if she follows me, but oh, that's okay. fine. I don't care. Um, <laughs> she is a model, and I open up my app and I go, "Huh, that's Lex. I know Lex." And I go, "Huh, that's Victor from Love <gasps> Island, uh, America, USA." Yeah, I was like, she just did a, a shoot with Victor from Love Island. Gross. I know, wrong person to do a Victor shoot with. Victor sucks. But I was like, that's so funny. That is funny. Whoa, yeah. real life connections. They're happening. I know, I'm basically famous. <laughs> Nearly. Do you think if you ever submitted my fucking audition to Love Island USA, that could have been me? No. Okay. All right. <laughs> I asked and you answered. <laughs> I'll never bring it up again. <laughs> That's a lie. Yeah. Shall we get into uh, episode five? I think we shall. Okay. So this episode opens after Tyra's date with Kale. She seems so long ago now. Um, Tyra's telling the girls about her date. Uh, she tells Nakia that she knows that he is more her type. So she's going to let them do their thing. 
And she says she doesn't know if she just has, like, a good energy with him or if there's actual chemistry there. Nakia seems a little bit worried about how good she says it went. Uh, but we... Nakia seems like she would be a little bit worried no matter what. You think? Yes. <laughs> uh, also, I love how much they fucking hyped up this drama at, like, the end of last week up until, like, even, like... Oh, my God. I know. This was the start of the week, and it was like... This isn't really anything. Yeah, I was like, will they? Won't they? Who's he gonna go with? The first scene. Yeah, I'm not I'm not gonna pursue it. And yeah. I was like, oh, I guess they won't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Kale tells the boys that the first date went well and then that the second one went well as well, and they were both hoping that it went bad, but it didn't. And Tyra says that she feels like she had a better conversation with Kale than she has had with Ben the whole time that they've been in here well that's probably not good i know uh she says she needs to go to her mind palace to figure out uh what she needs or wants Mm, do you often go to your mind palace yeah uh it's a bouncy house cute what's yours my wing stop yeah extra all the ranch you want little fucking freak Extra seasoning on your fries? Absolutely. Which is just sugar, right? It's just brown sugar. It's a sugar and salt mix, I think. I don't know. I don't ask questions like that. That's none of my business. Fair. (laughs) Uh, Kale sits with Sav next and talks about the dates. He says that the date with Tyra threw him off a bit. And Sav tells him that Tyra said that that she has had better chats with him. This is a lot of just back and forth. Mm -hmm. honestly um ben tells tyra that kale said that nakia is his number one and that he has made it clear to everyone that or she has made it clear to everyone that she is no one's second best is that true did we see that i don't think so maybe it's just like maybe it's just a feeling you get about her nakia that is no i mean the first part no, I don't feel like he did. Right. Kale didn't say she's my number one, right? That seems like Ben <laughs> sabotaging, right? I kind of thought it might have been, but I was like... <laughs> I was like, I think that was a lie, but I'm not going to go back. Right. I don't think he said it. I feel like I would have written that down, but I also am like, maybe they didn't bother to show it. I don't know, because yeah. it doesn't end up being a thing. Unless I got fucking... Do you know what probably happened? What? I... I bit the bait of the editors what do you mean he probably did say it they cut it out and then they purposely left in when ben said it so we'd be like he didn't say that he's a liar <laughs> but, but no one honestly takes the bait in the episode like it really because doesn't he become clearly a thing. said it maybe so yeah yeah damn <laughs> i've been playing tyra says that hearing that helped her in her talking head she says that she is disappointed that she was his second choice but she is very happy for him and nikia you know who she kind of looks like, Tyra? Who? Emma Chamberlain. I don't. You know, I have no fucking clue what she looks like. It's probably fine because she doesn't look like a person. What? You but know Tyra what I mean? Looks it's like, like a person. Uh, I don't know how to explain it. She looks like a Dickens character. You know? Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I can't follow you there on this one. I'm just. Not informed enough, unfortunately. That's okay. <laughs> That's fine. Uh, we see a chat between Tia and Reed. Uh, Reed's wearing a stupid pink bucket hat. I hated it. I hate Reed. Oh, yeah. 
We'll get That's to it. Not saying much. I hate. Hey, them listen. All. We'll get to it. But <laughs> justice for Kira. Yeah, honestly. the only semi-likable person left at this point, which I didn't see coming because I get annoyed with her at certain points in this. Right. But, uh, Tia tells Reed that she is really feeling Nate at the moment, and she doesn't want to give him the wrong idea. And they both say that they are cool with being friends. So Tia and Reed are donezo at this point. I honestly, when I started watching these episodes, forgot that they were... That they were even a thing? Yeah. Just reading this just now, I had forgotten. (laughs) (laughs) My literal note was, was this a thing? (laughs) Yeah, because she, like, uh, strayed from Trent for Reed when he showed Mm. up. Uh, But then we see Nate and Tia chat, and she tells Nate that she spoke with Reed and told him that they are just friends at the moment, and that's how she feels. And then she tells him that she wants to get to know him more, and she loves being around him. And he says that he feels the same, and then they just make out in the middle of the pool. Yeah, we're going to take it slow. 30 seconds later. I know! I was like, do I recall their last conversation being, let's take it slow? Because Not I even their last so. conversation. This conversation. <laughs> this conversation they're ha- actively having. <clears throat> and then we see Kale and Nakia chat next. And Nakia says, or Nakia asks him about his date. And he says it went good. And that she seemed interested in him. And he doesn't say that he was also interested in her. He's just like, yes, I think that she is interested in me. Mm. Which... I don't think it's, like, necessarily fair. I think that they were both semi-interested in each other, but also were like, this is too much work. Yeah. Because I don't think he wants things to get messy with Ben, and she's also like, if I don't know if he's my number one, I'm not going to risk. Right, yeah, yeah. She's playing it safe, one would say. They both are. I think, because I think Kayla's doing the same, because Nakia's not tied to anyone, and Nakia's interested. Right. Um, And she says that she had a good time on their date, and she likes talking to him. And he says he thinks that he is more physically attracted to her and he has that rip your clothes off feeling with her. Whereas with Tyra, all he really had was just good conversations. No big deal. Uh, (laughs) God forbid. (laughs) They kiss and she has apparently, she says a cherry chewy in her mouth, which I think is gum. And then she says that she has hectic riz. I don't know what that means. I don't care what that means. <laughs> but with all this kissing, I feel like we're watching Love Island games. Oh, my God. Heller. <laughs> hey, you're behind. You have no idea all the kissing that has happened. Oh, God. <laughs> and then it's nighttime, and the girls talk while getting ready for the night about the situation with Kale um, and his choice between Tyra and Nakia. Lucinda thinks it's a little sus that Ben is the one who told Tyra that Kale prefers Nakia. I agree. Uh, But everyone seems happy for Nakia regarding the kiss with Kale, even Tyra. She she was like, wow, I'm so happy for you. (laughs) Uh, We get another naked shower party for all the boys. They love doing this shit. It's so crazy. They're like rubbing tips, too. I think they might be. At least Zach and Trent are rubbing tips, 100%. I feel like they have magnets in their cocks. <laughs> oh they kind of stick to each other. <laughs> uh, Kale does the nightly toast. We get a champagne spray. We get a slow-mo dance party. It's just one of those nights. Yeah. And then we see Tyra and Kale chat in the TP, and Tyra says that she felt so good about their date, but a couple of people have told her um, that he thinks of her as more of a friend and that he prefers Nikia. Uh, which he says is bullshit. 
Mm. Okay. It seems like maybe it's not, but whatever. Maybe he was talking about the friend part? Maybe. I don't know. He doesn't want to be your friend. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't want to, he doesn't fucking like her at all. <laughs> and he said that their conversation was so good and it's the best chat that he's had in ages. She but too said, bad, I just want to rip her clothes off. I know, know exactly. <clears throat> she says she thinks she would pursue him if Nakia wasn't in the picture and that she told the girls she would take a step back. And they say that they're on the same page when they leave this chat. But I'm like, but are they? I was very confused about them. Because why are they acting like anything is forbidden? Like, right? they could, whatever. They obviously want to take the easier route. And here. I'm going to be honest. It's not like Tyra is pretending to be happy with ben. Oh, my God. I know. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> not at all. fucking sucks. Dude. What the fuck? <laughs> And then I wrote, okay, what the fuck? Because Tyra comes back over to the group and they're talking about how good looking her and Ben's kids would be. And Trent says that he is having a cuddle of their kids. And also Zach says, I'm smelling your baby's hair. Yeah. I didn't hear the smell your baby's hair part. Really? That's the part I had to rewind. I'm like, who said it? Because I was like, why did Trent say that? I'm like, no, that was Zach. But cuddle, cuddle is what they just call a hug. Mm-hmm. Which is still weird. I'd be like, Trent, don't touch my fucking children. Hey, you're not going to meet my kids, bud. <laughs> Absolutely not. Not a mother, and I would never, ever let that man near a child. <laughs> right. That's not even, like, motherly instincts. That's just like, um, do I want this conscience? Do I want this weighing on my conscience Absolutely knowing that I not. let this child get traumatized in front of me? By Trent. Um, not traumatized in a scary way. I don't know. Brendan. <laughs> you get those eyes on you? His freaking dead eyes that he has? Oh my god. Uh, Tyra asks Ben if he thinks he really likes her or if she is just the best option he has. He says he's trying to keep his mind open still. And in Tyra's talking head, uh, you can tell she, she's feeling very overwhelmed and very Well, he confused. was like, well, I just, he, he also said, like, he's like, I just don't have any other options right now. Right. Well, I think because he's, like, seeing her explore her options, so I think he feels like it's the thing he's supposed to do, and he's like, I can't. Like, who else would I explore? Mm, maybe. Uh, yeah, but then she starts crying in her talking head. Yeah, she... And I was like, didn't you just try to fuck Kale? Well, I don't think she's... I don't think it's, like, she's feeling... I don't think it's all that she's feeling bad about right. Ben not being, like, super passionate about her. I think it's, like, that mixed with, like, this guy came in that she thought she had a connection with, and he's, like, she's not the first choice, and she wants more out of Ben that she's not. Apparently, because he's a whole year younger, I he's know. just not able to give what she needs. That's the most 23-year-old thing I've ever heard <laughs> in my life. He's a whole year younger than me. Oh, my God. <clears throat> At bedtime, we see Lucinda lays in bed with Zach for a bit. Tia does the same with Nate while everyone is just kind of talking. And everyone is like, I'm so ready for a recoupling. Because none of these couples that are currently together are liking each other. Mm -hmm. Um, Savannah and Trent are back inside for the night. And uh, Kale is on the damn couch. And I said, that sucks. I don't have a bed ready for him or anything. He's short. So it's probably fine. Is he short? Uh, I saw it was like one. I don't know what episode it was, but they showed like a wide shot of the cheers. Mm-hmm. And he was like a good head taller than all or shorter than all the other boys. Whoa. Yeah. 
He just seems tall because he's gangly, right? Yeah. Yeah, that is what I would think. Um, In the morning, uh, we see the boys making breakfast and coffee. Reed is making a coffee for Tyra, and he's, like, looking for regular milk. And then he, like, starts wondering how almond milk is made. And Kale says, they milk a nut, bro. And he says, they can milk any nut these days. (laughs) Yeah, nowadays you can milk any nut. (laughs) Technology is so advanced. Hey, I got, hey, guys. I got two right here Stop. for you. Come on. Stop. Let me have it. No, you cannot Please. have it. No. Oh. <laughs> I need it. Trent and Zach say that they think that Kale fits in perfectly with them and that they're the only boys who can read people. You can't even me. read words, Period. Trent. <laughs> you fucking goober. Uh, and then we see the girls chat and Tyra says, that Ben has been saying he's waiting for a bombshell and she's questioning everything. And if Ben really likes her, I don't feel like I, did he say that, that he's waiting, like that he can't wait for a bombshell? Cause she says that a bunch of different times that he keeps saying like, Oh, I can't wait for a bombshell. Yeah. Someone said he's been saying that like all over the place. Yeah. I feel like I don't remember hearing it. But it I don't remember it. hearing it either. Maybe it was kind of, I don't know. It's all very weird. Yeah. Kira said she is still saying she's in a, or Kira is still saying she's in a shit situation and that she is still in a friendship couple with Ollie, but she says she's not a quitter and she won't give up. And then all of the girls are continuing to watch the boys work out. They're all still thirsting after They're all Ben. They're slipping off the freaking <laughs> chair. Yeah. Oh my God. They, I don't remember another season where the girls have spent so much of their time just watching the boys work out. It definitely happens a lot. Yeah. And we see Tyra chat with Reed and she says that she really appreciated him making her a coffee this morning. She says that she doesn't know how she's feeling about Ben at the moment. And in her talking head, she says that she has good chats with Reed and it's very lighthearted. And she like catches a glimpse of like, the side of his hair and it looks like he's like going gray i guess she calls him an old man just because he has a little bit of gray in the I, side of his I hair i thought you date older men fucker she loves it <laughs> i know yeah she's like oh my god i like him even more now and i was like a bit T- weird tell to his fucking face his seven year old face the man looks like a freaking mountain dew commercial for the super bowl in 2008 whoa that's a deep cut what was the commercial just like was that the dancing baby I don't know. I don't know what I'm just saying. Like, it seems like he would. That no would way be you a could've... commercial concept <laughs> for, just... for Mountain Dew. You're not even referencing a real commercial. No, I'm just saying, like, you could imagine in 2008, you're watching the Super Bowl for the commercials. And they're like, oh, Mountain Dew's come. Doritos is coming on. And it's just like, instead of Puppy Monkey Baby or whatever the fuck <laughs> that shit was. Yeah. It was well, just a. <laughs> Just a muscle man with a baby face. Yeah. He's like, I love Doritos. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Um, and then Kira gets a text and it says that tonight there will be a recoupling. Girls oh, real are choosing. quick though, ab- about that chat. Yeah. He says at one point, well, she's like, I don't know how I'm feeling. And he's like, well, if, if it's not a fuck yeah, then it's a no. Mm-hmm. She's like, oh my God, did you hear me say that before? <laughs> he's like, no. I was like. I called it here, but now I definitely know. Mm-hmm. There's no fucking way he didn't hear that. I mean, even if he did, it's like, that's not the craziest thing to repeat somebody say. I know, but he, I'm saying it, he's a fucking weirdo. And I'm yeah. sure in his head, he's like, I'm going to use this. And it's going to be like a thing that like 
Oh my god, we have the same outlook on love. Oh god, he's fucking definitely a fucking weirdo. I'll give you that. Pervert. Um. So yeah, there's a recoupling tonight, and uh, whoever is left single will be dumped. And then we see Reed chat with Tyra again, and says he now wants to go tunnel vision on her, and he has interest in her. Tunnel vision. Put a pin in it. Okay. Would you? Sure. Thank you. <laughs> Why'd you say it like that? Because the tunnel's fucking flooded. He doesn't even get in the tunnel. (laughs) This is the last we fucking hear of it. (laughs) And then we see a chat between Zach, Trent, and Ben. I'm confused about these ridiculous men in general because Zach comes over and he's like, okay, let me tell you what is being said through the grapevine. And Ben is like, oh, no, no big deal. I already know. Uh, And it's just that I'm not doing enough, right? And Zach's like, yep, that's pretty much it. But then they go on to say that if Tyra was to choose somebody else, that she would regret it. And I'm like, but you just said that the man doesn't do enough. Why would she regret <laughs> it's, not it's being It's that blind with... confidence. You know so, what I mean? It is. You get a six pack and then there's nothing else wrong with you. <laughs> it's so fucking crazy. The way they dance around the point so many times. You know what I mean? They come Every so point. close. Every point. <laughs> It's insane. Yeah. Uh, And then we see Reed start a conversation by telling Kira at the beginning of this conversation, he tells Kira he wants to hone in on Tyra. That's how he starts this conversation with her. Mm -hmm. And then she's like, yeah, but I'm your best option, though. You know that. And he's like, yeah, well, that's true. I ruled you out because of the thing with your sister. And she's like, oh, oh, but. Would you still get to know me? And he's like, shut up, dude. He's like, yeah. And she's like, even with the sister thing. And he's like, oh, my God. Yeah. Only if you're like comfortable with it. And she is practically twirling her hair in her fingers. She is giggling about it. And she says that she would be open to it. And I wrote, she is such she looks like such an idiot here. She's I'm a fucking sorry. Stupid idiot. Like, I'm, I she looks foolish. I feel really bad for her. Yeah. For the rest of the week. Yeah. But not enough to be like, dude, you fucking did this to yourself, dummy. Oh, so badly. For someone so... with so much self-respect, she has fucking no self-respect. She's just, I don't think she has no self-respect, but I think that she's fucking blind. No, the thing is, if she, yeah, maybe. I just feel like she was so desperate to to find a connection. She like, was. Actually. Like, yeah. actually find someone who, like, likes her. Yeah. Which makes it more sad because yeah. no one else is here for that. Not even <laughs> Not even fucking close, dude. <laughs> and it's crazy that she's just like, man, someone please just show me any bit of attention. And then he, he d- doesn't. And by the way, he's st- before this conversation, he's, like, talking to the boys. He's like, well, I guess I'll fucking go try with Kira. So He says that out ridiculous. of his mouth. I know. I know. Oh, my God, dude. I'm going to have a freaking conniption. And Ollie overhears what Reed has said to Kira, and he then goes to talk to her, and he tells her that he is, like, shocked to hear what Reed is saying because he has said to the boys in no uncertain terms that he's like, you are not his type. He has told us that, point blank. And she's like, hmm, thank you for your facts. I am not interested in those. I will reject those. (laughs) What is uh, is the – I said this before, never mind. (sighs) <sighs> oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, and then it's nighttime. Everyone is at the fire pit already. I guess there's no need to call them forward. They knew where to go. So we see Sophie Monk arrive and enter the villa. <clears throat> and Sophie tells them that one person will be dumped. And she has Kale get started so he can choose his partner first before the coupling starts. And he chooses Nakia. Were you surprised at all? No. Yeah, me either. Because they had the whole conversation about not dating each other. Every now and then, I hope for a curveball every now and then. You know what like, I mean? Like uh, Danica kind of vibe. Ooh, maybe she, not quite that curvy. She's like, I'm going to pick the person who told me they're not interested and also is this in the strongest couple. <laughs> what, you're mad at me? Uh, and then the rest of the boys stand up and at the fire pit. And now the coupling begins. So Savannah goes first. She picks Trent. They are a new couple. They are hot and heavy at this point, so it seems like a good choice, I guess. Too bad that whatever was hot and heavy dropped on his fucking head. <laughs> it was an anvil. <laughs> yeah. Wily coyote motherfucker. <laughs> he's never been wily. Tia picks Nate. Lucinda picks Zach. They're very happy to be in a couple. They've <clears throat> been wanting to be sharing a bed this whole time. Um, Tyra picks Ben and she has a very hard time when she like has to stand up and make her choice. Sophie is so sweet to her. Mm-hmm. Sophie's just sweet. Like I would love to be nurtured by Sophie Monk for even a moment. Just a moment. And Kira, the dumbass that she is. I'm really, I'm sorry to have said that, but she, uh, picks Reed and she dumps Ollie. And Ollie is pissed. Rightfully so, dude. Yeah, because it's so fucking blatantly obvious. Like, it's so obvious. And Sophie asks Kira about her choice, and she says that very recently, her and Reed have agreed to pursue something romantically, whereas her and Ollie were a friendship couple. How recently? Mm, mere moments 45 ago. 45 minutes ago. <laughs> if that. We've reached uh, we've reached a conclusion to our negotiations. <laughs> And Sophie asks Ali how he feels, and he says he is surprised that he didn't think Kira would read into the bullshit from Reed, and that Reed made it very clear to the boys that he was not interested in her, and he's like, you know, now he's gone, and he's sold her a dream, and she's bought it, and he says that he is surprised that, you know, he says he's surprised that he played the card, but that also she believed it. Mm-hmm. And this whole time, like, everyone is looking, like, so shocked that he is, like, speaking out. Like, all of them don't realize this is a fact. And they A lot do. of them were laughing, though. Yeah. These people are so fucking mean. Yeah. <laughs> all of them. And even earlier today, before this happened, like, in the montage of, like, people chatting before the mm-hmm. recoupling, half of them were like, that motherfucker is not real. <laughs> Oh my god, that is Call the back. perfect cliff for this. It's so ridiculous. I would feel so unsafe around these people. It, and I mean my feelings. Yeah, you know what 100%. I mean? Like my, I would They're feel- like, oh my god, did you see what Sarah just said? Oh my god. They always say. I can't. Uh, Kira says that she can't be emotionally manipulated, which is false because she currently is being emotionally manipulated. You look so stupid. <laughs> Uh, and then we see Sophie leave, and Ali is left to say his goodbyes, which are a bit awkward, to <laughs> be fair. Uh, Nate and Kale give him a hug first, which kind of breaks the tension a little bit. We see him packing his bags. All of the other boys are 
saying that they're glad that he said something because they all know that it's the truth. And Zach and Trent both say game recognizes game as if it wasn't completely fucking obvious that they are playing and lying to the women that they are with as well. Yeah. Like, (laughs) and, uh, this is when the girls talk and Kira says, it's not friendship Island. Oh my gosh. It happened. This was in Fide. Ah. (laughs) It was, it felt, it felt literally so good. It felt like I, like this sneeze that I had been holding in for over a year now. And I finally got to sneeze it out. Indeed. <laughs> Since last October. Yep. Uh, we see Karen, Ollie chat. And I wrote that I do think, even though she is being incredibly stupid in this moment, I do think she does a really good job of staying calm. Um, yeah. Ollie is very mad. And I think it would be, it would be very easy for this whole situation to escalate if she like met him where he is. Mm-hmm. And she stays like, very very calm mm-hmm. but yeah. he's not wrong in being mad he's not wrong in being i mean he's a little wrong in being mad because at the end of the day like in the way that it's, it's fucking love island you know what i mean yeah like, he's because he's mad for selfish reasons right. to some extent but i would like i just because i did like ollie and i only liked ollie because he was like a skis ball but he wasn't <laughs> pretending like he wasn't. He was right. he was honestly the most honest person here. Yeah, he and this very, shows it. You know what I mean? He was very honest about his red flags. And this shows the fact that he's honest. He's like, you look stupid. Right. I'm pissed off because you're buying this bullshit. Right. And I would so I would like to believe that a little bit is like, I thought better of you. Like I, I, think, I respected you. I think some of it is. Yeah. But at the end of the day, he's mad that she bought it because obviously yeah, it affects of him. Of course. But, but I do I, I do like to think that also it is like, God damn, chick, you're not gonna look back yeah. on this fondly. <laughs> Dude, I thought you were chill. <laughs> Bro, I thought you had Riz. <laughs> I thought you were Bay. Turns out <laughs> You're just fam. Bro. <laughs> um, and that's the end of that episode. We see the um, the clip of our new bombshell who we'll talk about next. So episode six opens right after uh, the recoupling and Ollie's dumping. Reed says he is thankful and grateful to have more of a chance with Kira and more chances to chat. Shut that's the a fuck fucking up. lie. <laughs> you literally this is that you don't chat at all. <laughs> the next chat you guys have is her being like, hey, what the fuck? Why haven't we chatted? <laughs> she says that she backs her choice and that he is more genuine than Ollie was. Ooh. I bet she's looking back on that one now differently. Benjamin Buttonass, motherfucker. <laughs> uh, she says that she is a loyal person and she will have his back. And listen, I'm sure that is. We're loyal to Ollie. That was probably true. Uh, yeah, but Ollie and her were not interested in each other. Uh, neither one were interested romantically, I don't think. Whereas sure. I think she's interested in Reed romantically. I kind of feel like she isn't. <sighs> yeah, I ju- honestly, honestly, I don't just know. feel like she's. I feel like she's desperate. She's hard to read, and so she's just like, I'm gonna pick whoever, literally she just whoever, wants somebody and gonna, yeah. who has the potential somebody. to look at her. Somebody. Can anybody oh. have the potential to look at me <laughs> <laughs> one fucking time? <laughs> Meanwhile, Tia, Nikia, and Tyra are all saying that they know that Ollie was right. And it yeah. just seems so fucking obvious. The way you said that was so funny. Why? You're like, meanwhile, Tia, Nikia, and Tyra knew. <laughs> Did I say it like that? 
a little bit. <laughs> Sorry, continue though. I interrupted you. Be nice to me. I just saw this happening. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was clapping while I was saying no, it. No, not clapping. Just the long nails. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> they both say that Kira is delusional. Nikia and Tia both say that Reed is not genuine, and Tyra is pretty shocked to hear it, and she is glad that she did not lean that way towards Reed. Hey, you should tell this to her before she makes decisions. I don't think they think that she will believe it. You don't think she'll if everyone in the fucking villa was like, listen, literally no one believed. No one believed him. She will not be emotionally manipulated. There wasn't a single person in there that believed him. I know. Other That's than her. the annoying thing. I wish that more people had spoken up that it wasn't just Ollie. Because I understand to some extent why you would be like, he's just bitter. Right. Because he's dumped. Trent, Zach, and their partners all say that they're happy to be coupled together and that they can all sleep in bed now. And they check out their new sleeping situations to see where their new beds are. And Zach says that Lucinda is his dream girl. And he started watching Love Island, watching her. Full circle. Full circle. Full circle. <laughs> it's a full circle. Uh, ben and Tyra chat. And Tyra says uh, the choice was very neck and neck for her and that she wanted to give Reed a chance. Uh, but she just kept going back to him in her mind. I, Tyra hey. is far too comfortable saying some of these things to Ben. Hey, it seems like you don't like him. Right. That's what I'm saying. It seems Which like... I get, because he seems like kind of a skeezy dude. And he seems like... We just don't see him that much, so part of me is like, what is Ben? Who we, is We he? only see him when he's acting like a dog with the boys. Yeah. Fuck Reed, man. <laughs> Reed? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Fuck them all. Fuck all of them. Fuck Love Island Season 5 Australia boys cast. Here's... All my homies hate Love Island Australia <laughs> Season 5 boys cast. Here's the thing. I hate... Almost every single person on this season, Same. but I am interested in it because the drama is here. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. But I feel like it's going to wear on me if nobody is likable for too, too, too long. Right. <laughs> so you're hoping that something changes. Uh, ben says that he wants to work on reassuring Tyra that he is into her and he wants to have deeper chats, continue to get to know one another. And they are going to give it a red hot crack. And then it's bedtime. And the boys ask Reed while getting ready for bed if he is going to pursue things with Kira. He's like, yeah, I'm going to pursue. Reed? uh, Kira? (laughs) You you said Kira? He, all those like, you know, those like some of the time they're fake like bullshit signs that somebody's lying. Yeah. He exhibits all of those every time he speaks. Yeah. Every single one. Not making eye contact, repeating things. Yeah, his voice fluctuates. The boys are like, you can't even keep a straight fucking face. Yeah. uh, Oh, my God. Zach tells him that he should be in Hollywood. And no one fucking buys it, which is just great. But it doesn't even end up mattering. You know what I mean? Like, all the boys can call him out. But they're like, oh, we're just calling him out as boys. Like, we don't care if he hurts a person. What? That's that's what they're saying. Yeah. Like, they... I respect what you're doing. Yeah. Keep doing it, brother. <sighs> Dude, it's fucking All crazy. the way to the bank. So we see all of our new couples are sharing a bed together for the first time. Tyra and Ben are the only ones, I think, who are not a new couple here. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, Kira really thinks that sharing a bed with Reed is going to be different than how it was with Ollie. And I wrote, this girl is so fucking delusional because we see everyone have a cuddle that night besides Reed and Kira. Yeah. They turn right around. In the morning. I can't deal with Dude. <laughs> I know. Go but we and, must. Go back and live with your fucking aunts. Who? In Salem. What? Sabrina, oh, because you think she's witch. Sabrina the Teenage Witch, right? I know she is. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, in the morning, Reed jumps out of bed to get away from Kira right away. <laughs> yeah, like he was repulsed. Uh, she says that they kept it very PG last night. And Reed says in his talking head that even though he is not with his priority pick. Uh-oh. He is still he's still feeling better than being with Tia. Wow. Good on you. Honestly, I get it. <laughs> and Reed makes a coffee for Tyra, not for Kira. And then Ben makes another coffee for Tyra, even though they're sharing the same kitchen and he doesn't seem to realize that Reed is making one for her. It's like this man has no fucking idea what's going on around him. Ben does not pay attention to his surroundings. I kind of felt like he did know that sh- he gave her a coffee. You think? And he was just like, no, do mine. I don't think he knew. I feel like I he know. said that he didn't realize. I know, but I think he did. I feel like Ben could walk into traffic so easily. Maybe. That's just me. And would you even care? Would I care? Yeah. Yeah. I don't want him to walk into traffic. Wow. Sorry. No, I mean, <laughs> I feel like that's what separates you from Tia. <laughs> Tia and Nate chat next. They say that they are happy with where they're at. They have trust with each other. And he says he would be surprised if there was someone who could turn his head. And then. Spoiler alert. Tia can. (laughs) Uh, Reed and Kira chat next. So, okay. They have a conversation here. Reed says that he is keen to explore things with her. And that is honestly all she needs to hear. That is enough for her. She says that she woke up not knowing how he felt. And he goes, oh, yeah, it's real. (laughs) <laughs> it's real again not looking anybody in the eye like right. he's sweating he's shaking yeah yeah, yeah. He's... that's literally the whole chat he's like i just wanted you to know because i know sometimes you can wake up the next day and not know where you're at just so you know kira it's real and then he's like okay we've done this now so goodbye and then he leaves also i take my coffee with two cr- cream he's like i don't so, care so go get it <laughs> like i don't care about yeah. that information <laughs> I will literally never get you caught. <laughs> uh, Zach gets a text and he is invited to go on a date with new bombshell Abby. Lucinda is right away, not impressed. And then Reed gets a text right after and he is also invited on a date with Abby. And Zach starts to go get ready right away before even talking to Lucinda, which she gets a little bit peeved about. Uh, he does have Nate help him pick out an outfit, which is interesting. I guess they're cool now. I mean, you live with the people. I, right. I feel and, like you're always kind of cool. Yeah, I think you would have to be. Plus, this season is like such an intense boys club that I feel like even with Zach and Nate having that fight, Zach would still be like, well, you're one of the boys. I'd rather talk to you than one of those stupid girls. And and he's like, stop it. All girls are queens. <laughs> <laughs> can't fucking handle anyone during this fucking season dude oh my god 
Uh, Reed is very much hoping that Abby is drop dead gorgeous as if it wasn't already obvious that he has no interest in Kira. He has forgotten Kira's name, number, face, everything. The second he gets that tag. He's like, oh yeah, I'm partnering up with, uh, Bronte. Oh wait. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so the boys then say goodbye to their girls and they head off on their dates. Uh, before we see the dates start though, we see Sav get a little fucking crazy dude <laughs> this is the craziest fucking story i've ever heard <clears throat> yeah so she's like you want to hear the funniest thing do you want to tell the story uh do you want me to you can if you have it there uh i have it here oh, okay, okay? Go i on. don't need this <laughs> go ahead because i'm like uh why is she laughing about this She's like, oh, yeah, I got suspended in high school. Because, from her private school, mind you. Yeah, I got suspended from my private school because I took nude photos at formal in the photo booth. And, like, the principal called me into his office and had it printed out with, like, a sticky note over my vagina. And I was like, okay, you took out your vagina as a minor and made st- strangers – look at it and print photos and print photos Did you first of all force the, somebody else to commit a crime on that first of all the pr- principal probably shouldn't have printed the photo i would say so <laughs> and he better g- have given it to her on her way out he better not have kept that but second of all like you just yeah you just turn people into the, the, this guy probably fucking makes it's like his side gig he right. does it for money he just moves this photo he's like around. on his phone while the kids going in and he just goes oh fuck oh fuck i'm in <laughs> possession of child porn oh what the God. fuck do i do what the fuck do i do like that's she's like it was so funny it's so crazy she says that she had to write a note apologizing for taking photos of her clacker which I've never ever heard of a vagina being referred to as a clacker. I won't, I won't lie though; it's not going to be the last you've heard of it. Now, no. <laughs> you like it? I huh? like the clacker. <laughs> what can I say? I'm a clacker guy. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a crazy fucking story. And listen, it doesn't surprise me to hear be, just because of the way that right. Sav is obviously like I don't even know what is the right word. She's very out there. She's I would very say comfortable with herself. Probably, probably more so than you should be. I would say probably pretty traumatized. Yeah, you would have to be right to some extent. I don't know. Let's I not diagnose pretty, her. I would say broken, just like in a general sense, broken. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna diagnose. Yeah. Just a vague broken. Just a vague broken. Uh, Trent overhears this, and he says that he has gotten the ick today. And if it was on the outside, he would just stop calling her. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I get that. But I'm honestly kind of mixed on this whole Trent and Sav thing and the way he handles it. Yeah. Really? Uh, You're mixed on how he handled it? Well, I'm I'm mixed because like to like if I heard a person that I was dating talk like that, I'd oh, be like, yeah. "Fuck." Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But 100%. at the same time, it's like it's hard. I uh, will get there. We'll get there. If I heard someone I was dating talk like that, I'd be like, "Damn, I wish she didn't knew- know where I lived." <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. At least she doesn't know where he lives. 
safe in that regard. Knowing him, he's probably like, yeah, I live in Canberra yeah. on 1216 Behind Canberra that mall. Road. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, Trent says to Kale that Sav needs to be more, quote unquote, normal. She's making him feel uncomfortable and turning him off. Um, I feel fine about them making him uncomfortable and turning him off. Those yes. things are both. I yes. think trying to say, like, you need to be more normal. I feel like that's yes. a little tough that's because where... she obviously has some baggage. And, like, also, to some extent, I feel like Sav isn't different today. Like, she's not a different person uh, yeah. today. She's always been this. She seems like an oversharer and somebody who maybe has had issues with boundaries in the past. Hey, Either yesterday her... she asked to, uh, for you to impregnate her. Yes, she did. And so... he thought it was funny, and he said he would. So... Maybe we'll keep keep that out of the gene pool. Uh, anyways, he says that uh, she says disgusting stuff. And if his mom was to hear this shit, she would not be happy. Um, Trent is now so ready for the new girl to come in. I wrote these whole these hoes are not fucking loyal. Mm-mm. Not even a little bit. And then we see Reed and Zach arrive to the beach and they sit down in some beach chairs together. They talk about being chosen for the dates. And then we see Abby come down the beach She's 23. She's from Sydney. She says she is funny, outgoing, and hot. And she says that she was on MAPS and she was seeing somebody who went on MAPS before he married Bronte, which is Kira's sister. Uh. Um, so, of course, this whole fucking MAPS storyline, man. They're so fucking crazy. With yeah, this. get over it. So she meets the boys. She gives Reed five euros and sends him for an ice cream. I was like, that's honestly a pretty, that's a power move. That's hilarious. <laughs> that's the funniest thing I've ever seen. That's so fucking crazy. And it wouldn't be as funny if it was anyone else just because he looks like a <laughs> baby. Will we ice cream for me? <laughs> Best day of his life. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Abby and Zach have their date first. Um, Zach says that he has just coupled up with Lucinda. He says he is not quite in love at this point. And she asks if she is his type. And he says, you know, it's hard to tell, but she's gorgeous. She also says that he is handsome. He tries to tell her that he is the Kiwi Ken, but she can't understand him. She thinks he's saying can like a tin can. And then we go back to the villa very briefly to Lucinda doing some crunches, trying to stay chill while Zach is on his date. Uh, she says that she will be fuming if Zach comes back and wants to get to know the new girl. Fucking fuming. Oh, my God. Are you being Jess? I am being Jess. And I, like I said, I'm not caught up, but you posted, like, what are your thoughts on and Jess? And that's not even a spoiler. No, I didn't say what are your thoughts on Jess. It's not even a spoiler. And this most recent episode, her mouth was just hanging open the whole time oh like physically she physically wasn't... hanging open it wasn't oh. anything she was saying oh but well, I mean, everyone like annoying, everyone was but... dming us and they were like wow she really needs to shut the fuck up i know i didn't mean that. i meant like physically her mouth was just hanging open i'm like just fucking close it man just close <laughs> your mouth oh, okay that's what I, I wasn't like telling her shut up although gotcha. she could you know and i'd be fine with it <laughs> anyways back on the date with zach <clears throat> Ugh. Abby says she's pretty easygoing. Uh, she doesn't love drama, but she finds that she's often involved in it. She says that she's People been People on... who are often involved in drama <laughs> love drama. 
Yeah, as a person, no, I'm not really involved in drama. Sometimes I wish I was involved more in drama because I do love drama, but I guess that's I know, it. but once you are involved in drama, one, it's always tangential, mm-hmm. and two, it's juicy drama. Yeah. I guess that's why we do the podcast. That way I don't need to be involved in drama, but I can still talk about it. Right. Uh, so Abby says that she has been on reality TV before. She's been on The Bachelor and on Maps. And he asks her about her socials after being on reality TV, uh, which I wrote that checks out for me. Uh, <laughs> and Zach says that there is another person in the villa that has been on maps and that's Kira. Abby connects the dots. She like looks at the producers and I was like, is she just a good actress or like what's happening here? You think she was a good actress here? <laughs> no, not really. But it's, I meant to say, is she an actress here? Yes. Yeah, she's she being just, a, the biggest actress I've ever seen in my whole life. She just starts crying and she just bolts. I don't buy it for a fucking second. No, me either. Because later when we go through the drama that happened in tonight's episode, uh, she's crying, but not a tear to be found. <laughs> not yeah. a tear to be found. And also later this episode, when we go through it, turns out it's not that fucking deep either. No, not even a little bit. I have no fucking clue why she acted this way. And Zach just sits there. He starts whistling. He's like not at all pressed. We eventually see Abby come back to her date. And she says that she just got really shocked and then Reed comes over and excuses Zach so that they can start their date. So Reed talks about what he does for work, and he says he's coupled with Kira for now. And dude, he couldn't get that for now out fast enough, dude. And also, she is in the middle of asking if she is his type, and she doesn't even get halfway through that question. He's like, "Yes, yes, you are my type. You." Thank God, someone is. God. They actually go into the water at the beach, which I was surprised about because it's like a very crowded looking. Yeah, beach. there's a lot of people in the water. <laughs> we see Zach arrive back to the villa. He calls for everyone to come out because he needs all of the attention on him at all times. He's, he's like, my children, come follow me. And I was like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> he tells the boys that he thinks quite a few of them will like the new girl, that she is brunette, that she has boobs and a butt. No way. Yeah, right. Uh, I like my girls without boobs and butts. (laughs) And I don't mean flat-chested and flat-assed. I mean, I don't want them to have the organs. Physically, are those organs? I want want just stomach and arms and legs coming off a stomach. Oh, my God. No no chest. Okay. Uh, Sounds like Plankton from SpongeBob. (laughs) I want... Dude, Plankton is my ideal woman. (laughs) Give me the formulae. Uh, he said that Reed was very excited to see a new girl, and he says that she will be a firecracker when she comes in, which he's saying as a fun thing now, but when the firecracker goes off near him, he doesn't like it so much. Uh, Lucinda is getting pissed in this whole conversation by Zach not answering her questions. She is like asking, she's like, do you like her? Were you guys flirting? He's not at all answering. He's just playing up he's the like, drama of the, the situation. Fuck up. I'm and doing I'm a thing. Performing. You're heck. I don't appreciate being heckled. <laughs> Hickled. Zach says that during the date, things got heated and she got up and stormed off at one point. And he says that she was on maps and that she lost it when he mentioned that Kira was in the villa. Everyone figures out kind of quickly that it's the girl that Kira had a very public beef with in the past. And Nate says that he has her back and all of the girls say the same. 
Lucinda goes to chat with Zach and she asks if he fancies a new girl and he says no, that the conversation felt very forced and dry. He says that she has nothing to stress about. And in his talking head, he says he would maybe have been more open with Abby had Lucinda not been in the villa. This is like, why is he being so like? Because this is his his game plan is not the same as somebody else who wants to like necessarily try out all the new girls to find his best option. His game plan is find one person, ride it to the end. No, I know. I know that. But like, why is he like, dude, shut up. Oh, my God. Because that's how he talks to women. I know. It sucks. I really think that Zach might be the first person who's going in there with the intention of stealing the money at the end. <gasps> oh. But I can't imagine there's any way that he would ever win. Oh, can you imagine? Yeah, I can. <laughs> it's what I have been imagining. <laughs> oh, I want to see it so bad. Yeah, but I also don't want him to have the money. You know. Honestly, if he made it to the end and stole it, he kind of deserves the money. Yeah, I mean, if he makes it there, but I can't imagine, even if he made it to the final, I can't imagine him winning it. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't think the public is appreciative of him. Actually, I know they are not because of his current Instagram following. It is not great. That's so funny. I hope he I hope he has less than when he started. <laughs> I don't know if he has less, but he definitely hasn't grown the way most people grow on Love Island. Um, we see Reed come back in with Abby on his arm. She meets all the boys who are all sitting around the fire pit. The girls are not happy to see her. And so she sits around with the boys and she talks about her dates. She says that her date with Reed was a bit better than Zach. And she says that Nate would have been her third pick. And we keep seeing Kira's talking heads even when she's not saying anything. Sometimes she's just deadpan into the camera Sometimes she is, like, laying back, looking at the ceiling. And I'm like, why do I need to keep seeing this? I get that she's not happy, but she has made her bed here. Okay? I don't need to keep seeing her realize what's happening. Yeah. Abby tells the boys a bit about herself. She says that she's a makeup artist for work. And it seems like a lot of the boys are, like, attracted to her right away, like, physically. And she says she is trying to really find someone, and that is why she is here. She says that she thinks she should go meet the girls now, and she is very, very nervous about doing that. But she does it anyway. She walks from the fire pit, approaches the girls. She introduces herself and, well, not to Kira. Uh, and they have kind of an awkward well, hug. They do, yeah, they do say hi. No, yeah, I know, but they don't yeah. have to introduce themselves. I mean, right. they know each other. Um, and I thought that they have an awkward hug, but it was kind of hard to tell. I think it was them. I think that they hugged. They did hug. Yeah, I couldn't tell because it was like the back of Kira. Uh, and the girls ask why she walked off on Zach's date. And she says she was just really shocked when she heard that Kira was in the villa. She explains that she was dating the guy who married Kira's sister. And she says that she was even friends with Kira's sister at this point. So I'm like not sure yeah, I was why like, so there's why still is this... drama. Yeah. Like, is, is she the one that she called a bitch? I think so. Oh, whatever. Who cares? Let me ask you a question. Uh-huh. The whole conceit of maths is that the per- the people have never met before, right? Correct. Okay, so let's focus on the guy who went into a marriage show with a girlfriend. With a girlfriend, right. I think, Who like, apparently found out 48 hours before he went. Right. Yeah, I think it usually is... I watched, like, the first season, like, the first few episodes of, of one once, and it was, like, boring to me, but... um. 
I think it must have been like she showed up at their wedding. You know what I mean? So I think that's why they were mad at her. Oh, right. Because she was like, she's she's the girl who ruined my sister's wedding. Yeah, I think she like showed up there. Interesting. So. Probably because they told her to. <laughs> Honestly, probably. Probably because the producers were like, hey, <laughs> hey, we actually got a lot of traction on this story. You should show up to the wedding. <laughs> Uh, Kira explains that she is partnered with Reed at the moment and that he has slept with her sister, which does turn Abby off, at least momentarily. And uh, Reed tells the boys that he had a good date with Abby and that the conversation went really well, though he is uh, still totally keen to explore things with Kira. Stop. Right. Dude, it's so (laughs) stupid. We get some random history about this season of maps that is relevant for whatever reason. I don't care about it necessarily because it's not a storyline here on this show. I get that they have whatever history they have, but it really doesn't come into play. So um, they do say that at the end of it, they can bond over the fact that they both hate this guy, Harrison, which I think is the right take. And then we see Sav asks Trent to chat. And he says that he loves their banter, but some of the things that she says are just gross. And he's like, you don't need to be gross to be funny. I'm like, say that to my podcast partner, okay? (laughs) You don't have to. Never mind. I can't say that. (laughs) Were you about to say something gross? No, I was about to say something really mean. Oh, (laughs) yeah. Let's not. Uh, He says that the story about the nude photos at her formal was gross. And she's like, oh, I thought it was kind of silly. Wow. You have a bad barometer. <laughs> That's not a silly story. It just makes me wonder, like, what kind of things she has gone through that that's a silly story. You know what horrible, I mean? horrible things. I really hope that that's not true because, like, I obviously I would never want somebody to go through terrible things. But, like, it's just, like, at the same time, there's something well, not wired quite right if she thinks right. that that's a funny or, like, a light, yeah, funny thing. Somebody probably lost their job. A lot of people did. <laughs> the principal should not have printed that picture out. <laughs> so I just crazy. keep going back to that. Because he chose to put the post-it note over her clacker. And uh, it's just, that's just too much. Um, he says that he would hate if she spoke like that around his friends or family. And he's like, you know, people would be laughing at you, not with you. He says that he is pretty mature. Okay. No, you're not. <laughs> But it's something that she has to work on with herself. And I just, like, felt really bad, like, watching her try to figure out how to, like, tone herself down for somebody else. And she's, like, too much for me. You know what I mean? But, like, she won't be too much for, like, somebody. That's exactly what I was thinking, too. I was like, the answer is not to tell her to change. The answer is to be okay with it or not be okay with it. But it's so terrible because, like, I can only imagine how many times Sav has probably been told that she's too much. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, like, and thankfully she's still, and even though she's a little bit, again, off her rocker, I think, I'm glad that she hasn't. Off her clacker, (laughs) one would say. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, being told to, like, shrink yourself. That's just a terrible feeling yeah especially from somebody you've been you've been like intimate with on tv and like talked about like you know what i mean like liking each other like that and then he outwardly is like you're too fucking much yeah and the fact that her response is like okay i'll change 
also kind of lends credence to the fact that maybe she has uh, had, you know, bad relationships in some way. I know. It was really, really hard to hear because, again, like I said, she... She's a little bit too much for me. She's a little bit too intense for me. Yeah, I couldn't couldn't be with someone like that for sure. And I tend to like people in my life, like my friends who are like more extroverted and kind of crazy. It makes me feel more comfortable. But I think even for me, she would be a tad too much energy. Mm -hmm. Um, Anyways, but I just I felt really bad for her in that chat. It did not feel good. No, it made me feel really sad. Really sad. And like for him. For this is your man? This is who you're going to change your personality for? For for Trent? Hey, tell him to look at you with both eyes. He can't. He literally cannot. <laughs> yeah, poor Sav. She, I just know that there's a person who will find her so endearing and, like, will be energized by her energy instead of, like, feeling like they're, like, being sucked of their life force. Yeah. Anyways, let's keep going. Poor Sav. At night, uh, Abby does the cheers for the night. She thanks everyone for welcoming her. We see her start to pull some of the boys to get to know them. So she pulls Ben first. And I wrote, he's wearing a very interesting sweater vest, and I like it. Do you recall it? Yeah, it was like a, a, a pasture on yeah. the mountainside or something. Yeah, I really do like his style, yeah. even if he's a little bit of a bland weirdo. Um, so they go down to the fire pit to chat and she asks how things are with Tyra and he says they're good, but they're both still open. We see Trent, Reed and Zach all just being weirdos and standing by and like watching them. They're so fucking weird. Um, and then she chats with Kale next in the teepee and Abby says that Kale and Nakia make a very good looking couple and he says that they're getting along so far. Next, she chats with Reed and he tells her that when he first saw her, he was instantly thinking like, yes. And he said she is without a doubt his top pick. And we see Yikes. Kira, for some reason, confused slash surprised that Reed hasn't pulled her to get to know her at all. And I'm like, what fucking planet does she live on? Fucking apparently Jupiter. Jupiter. Do you know why? Because that's where isn't that where men get stupider? Yeah, but guess who's getting stupider, dude? Kira. Kira. That <laughs> uh, takes us into episode seven, and we open uh, that same night. We see Abby chatting with Trent in the teepee, and Abby asks how things are with Sav, and he says he doesn't know uh, that he hasn't been coupled with her that long. And here's the thing. He's like, yeah, we've only been coupled for a day. And, like, yes, that's true, but you were, like, sleeping outside with her, and you for guys a, were, like. Yeah, for, like, three days. It's least. not, like, as new as you're making it seem. Um, and he says that she has said some really out of control things. And Abby's like, I just think Sav, it gets, she just gets comfortable really easily. And um, he's like, no, that's not it. She's disgusting. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, no, I'm ready to settle down. And she's like, well, maybe she could still be ready to settle down. She just gets comfortable no, with people really quick. No, she's a gross bitch and I hate her. <laughs> Honestly. God, he says in his talking head that Abby is much more someone he would look to settle down with than Sav. And he says that his usual type is dark features. That's usually what he likes. He's kind of over the blonde thing. Blondes are crazy. He's in his dark features era. Oh I can't. Gosh. I can't. I can't and I won't. Then, then don't. I won't. Uh, Trent gets a text and I guess they're playing a night game. It's just a fire pit game. And it's candy shop, which is just another way to do dares. Mm-hmm. As we know. 
but they are doing some elaborate setups just for dares. Like this whole candy setup. There's a lot of candy out there. Yeah. And all they do is touch the fake chocolate bars for the dares. It's Fuckers. like what a waste of time. Anyways, so Kira uh, pulls a dare first, and she must be a sexy wolf and howl at the moon. She goes, oh. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Nate must make two people who he thinks should be in a couple kiss. And he chooses Abby and Reed. Kira's got, like, she is staring off into the distance. That's crazy. <laughs> uh, oh, my God. I wrote Callum. I've almost done this, like, six times with Zach. Ugh. And it's not right, but it's He doesn't just... look like Callum. He looks like fucking Herman Munster. <laughs> I honestly don't even think. I think because I know he's... He's the Callum character. Right. Like, that's what they were doing. My he's brain. he's not even close to Callum. Character. I agree. You can't. Lightning doesn't strike the same place twice, they say. Actually, I think that's false. That's neither here nor there. But. Is that false? Has it, has it stricken twice in I the same place? I think it has. I saw this picture of this tree one time, and it's like, this tree has been hit by lightning, like, fucking 12 times. <laughs> this tree wants to die so fucking bad. <laughs> Anyway, oh my god, I can't believe I wrote Cal. I found myself almost doing that. Well, to be fair, you're also watching a season with Callum in it. Oh my god, I know. Bouncing between the two is a lot. Anyway, Zach must give a sexy lap dance to who he thinks would be best in bed, and he does it to Nate. Lucinda must crawl on the floor and No, meow. here's the thing about Nate. I don't think he would be. No? No. I think he would be like, he'd stop way too much. And be like, is it, my, is it? Oh my god, you're so dramatic. He's not like. That's more like Austin from last season. He's worse than Austin. No, he's not. Oh, is this where we're gonna argue? It might be. You can't say that Nate's as bad as these other boys. You can't. I'm not saying he's as bad. There's no way he's as bad, but he's. He's, he's not, not even bad. He's a little annoying about certain things, but he's not a bad person. These boys are bad people. Sure, but he's not likable. He well, not unlikable. by you. I find him. I don't find him that unlikable. Even if we'll get, we'll get. There. Yeah, but no. Even so, I watched all the episodes the same as you did, and I do not find him um, unlikable. I find him a little bit annoying, but even so, right. I would take him over these other boys any. Yeah, sure. Day. So would I, I guess. But oh, why did you say that? Like it hurt you to say. <laughs> well, I was trying to think if there's any other boy, but no, there isn't. Not that now that Ollie's gone, I'll take Ollie. Ollie was only, like, a favorite because we hardly saw him. <laughs> That's probably true. <laughs> uh, Lucinda must crawl on the floor and meow like a sexy pussycat, but she doesn't have a sexy bone in her body, even though she is a hot girl. Yeah. And this is why when they did that thing of, like, the the red flag or whatever was, like, this girl has never owned or used a sex toy. That's why I was like, that's Lucinda. Yeah, that makes She sense. can't even just get down on her hands and knees and pretend to be a sexy cat for a second. It was really funny because she did it, and then Nate was like, no, a sexy cat. <laughs> yeah, she just gets down there. She's like, <laughs> meow. Meow? Oh, my God. Come on. You know you're hot. Just give you it a little bit. I know you know. I know you know. Abby must kiss her top three boys. And she kisses Reed, Trent, and Kale. Um, and she says Trent was the shittiest kisser, so she is not even considering him anymore. <laughs> Nikia must have a three-way kiss. 
She chooses to have it with Kale and Ben. I feel like that would be a pretty good three-way kiss. Yeah. Uh, Abby has to choose an Islander she has not kissed before. It's pretty much They're like, like, we're not fucking stopping <laughs> playing this game until you kiss every single boy. <laughs> oh, it's 3 a.m. You're tired. Your feet hurt. Kiss, kiss the boy. another boy. <laughs> uh, so she chooses Nate this time. And then Ben just pulls one that says, kiss the new girl. I guess just covering their bases in case yeah, she hadn't already kissed him. And he goes right for the neck with that hand of his. <laughs> ben, Ben, Ben. And then Reed goes, and he must choose, as if he was recoupling right now, to kiss his first choice, hug his second, and pat the head of his bottom choice. He uh, kisses Abby. He hugs Kira. And he pats Tyra. Ooh. And in parentheses, I wrote, that's a fucking lie. And yeah. Kira even says this later. So I'm glad I wasn't the only crazy one. Yeah. Because that's a fucking lie. 100%. But at first, Kira is so surprised that Reed has lied to stay in the villa. <laughs> it's just never been this blatant. And it's never been everybody. I know. It's so, <laughs> it's so crazy, fucking wild. Dude. She tells the other people that she doesn't care and to just send her home at this point. She says, like, we'll get to it. Yeah. <laughs> Give it time here. Give it at least another day. She says that uh, she knows he, quote unquote, spared her feelings by choosing her second. But she was really his last choice. And she just needs him to just say it to just like be a fucking man and say it. Do you know what's the worst part? What is she wouldn't even be his last choice. It's like he doesn't have enough feelings towards her at all to even, like, rank her. You know what I mean? Yeah. She honestly. would have just been there. Yeah. <sighs> so next we see Nate chat with Abby, and she says after the kiss challenge, her mind has changed about a couple things. And she asks him how him and Tia are, and he says, you know, things are pretty good, and he is enjoying exploring things. And, you know, he says that he'll be honest with her about getting to know other people. He would expect the same out of her. And she says that Reed is being very dishonest because she knows things that Reed is saying to her. He is not saying to the other girls, namely Kira. And Nate kind of explains the situation with Reed getting chosen by Kira and how he is not backing up anything he has said about getting to know her. Yeah, I love how everyone, like, kind of independently is like, hey, don't fuck with Reed. Yeah. Like, he's he's bad news. He bad news. He bad news. Next, Abby chats with Reed, and she says that she wants to talk to him about the Kira thing and how he has told her that he can see something with her, her being Kira. And this is the thing I hate. He's like, no, no, I said that there was a possibility of me exploring the fact that after we explore, there might be a chance <laughs> where I could possibly have maybe then have seen something with her. I have, I've just never seen somebody this be like, not only just this, I've seen people lie on the show, you know what I mean? But be mm -hmm. this bad at it. Yeah. And he does the thing I hate where he goes, who? Just trying to buy himself more time. And she's mm -hmm. like, Kira? And he's like, that I can see something with her and my blood's fucking boiling. <laughs> I'm like, you fucking know what's happening. And she goes, yeah. And that is why she chose you instead of Ollie. 
He goes, oh, that I can see something in Kira? <laughs> does it again. Uh. And he goes, no. I just said that I'd be willing to explore options on more than a friendship level. And it's He's like, like no, 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 no. That's not fucking different. She didn't read the fine print. <laughs> that's not my fault. <laughs> and she's like, okay, well, you said I was your number one, but you don't even know who the fuck I am. And it just seems like. He goes, you are my number one. She's like. <laughs> That's what I'm – you're missing the point, <laughs> dummy. That's a red flag. You don't know me. I should not be your number one. Yeah, and she's like, it's just like you're jumping from bomb to bomb. And then they do this whole jumping, 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 jumping. And, bomb jumping, jumping. and I'm like, what is this? The club at 1130? <laughs> full of ballers with their pockets full of grown? <laughs> and all the fellas of yoga with their friends. <laughs> uh, and Let me also- ask you a question. <laughs> Me? If all of the fellas leave the girls with the friends, <laughs> and all of the girls leave their fellas at home, right? Who's at the club? Who's at the fucking club? <laughs> <laughs> who's, who's there? Who's flying the plane? <laughs> oh my god! That's all I could think of when they were like, "I'm gonna be jumping, jumping," and he's like, "No, I won't be jumping, jumping." I'm like, "Oh my god, pay Destiny's Child." Well, he got left at home. Also, he's barefoot in this chat. Did you notice? No. It drives me crazy because his like foot is his like leg is across his knee, so it's like I just keep seeing his bare foot. I hate it. Um, and she tells him that he needs to speak with Kira, and he's like, "Oh no, she's in bed." And he's like, "She's like, okay, we'll go talk to her." And he goes, "Did you watch the Jinx?" No. The documentary. Yeah. Yeah, I know what it is. I haven't watched it. He goes full Robert Durst oh, and no. starts like burping <laughs> in the middle of his own lie of like not wanting to go confront her. It's so crazy. Uh, and he says he will. And <laughs> he certainly tries. He <laughs> Reminds me of uh, what's your name from USA? Who? Uh, with it with the hideaway. <laughs> Destiny. Destiny's like. into the bedroom kira pretends to be asleep she's got her earplugs in he just stands over her going hey. kira kira hey. <laughs> kira and he goes are you tired <laughs> and finally lucinda's like i think she's sleeping <laughs> oh my god and he like he walks over to lucinda and he just like relays the message to her he's like like, saying it loud enough so (laughs) so fake sleeping kira can hear it if i was her i would not have opened an eye either absolutely not oh my god and at bedtime nothing much of note happens besides kira at one point gets out of bed and goes to sleep on the couch and then in the morning, she must end up back in bed because we see everybody else get up and she is still in bed. And at one point, Zach checks on her and asks if she's okay. She shakes her head no. He gives her a hug and he says, you know, guys are not good at comforting girls they are not intimately involved with. Hey, I have a, I have a feeling you're not good at comf- comforting girls you are intimately involved with. 
too. I have a feeling you're not good at being intimately involved. I have a feeling you're the reason they need comfort. <laughs> so he goes get he goes to get the girls to help. So Lucinda, which is like honestly fine when you see a gun, you go get an adult. So <laughs> yeah. He made the right choice there. Can't fault him for that. Lucinda, Nakia, and Tyra come in to spend some time with her. Uh, she says that she's just not interested in being involved with like conversations and stuff today. And Lucinda says that Reed said he was still interested. And she's like, well, that is what he said anyway. <laughs> so they eventually do get her up. By out lying of to her? <laughs> yeah, honestly. Uh, well, Nakia helps. She punches the pillow that has Reed's name on it a few times. And I think uh, I think Kira likes that. <laughs> We see a chat next between Savannah and Abby and Abby says that even though it's only been a full day, she thinks she knows who she wants to get to know further. And that's Nate, Ben and Reed. And Sav asks how her chat with Trent went and she's like, well, he isn't into you. (laughs) (laughs) And he doesn't like blondes. And also you're too much. (laughs) And Savannah, she's like, hey, I am going to cause shit. Savannah says that Trent has uh, some double standards that are really pissing her off. She doesn't keep this energy, so, like, it doesn't fucking matter, but she says that here. And she goes to chat with Trent next, and here's the thing. I do think that Abby, like, some of the things that she says to these girls, she is just relaying information. You know what I mean? Like Sometimes. Sometimes, yeah. I mean, specifically with Lucinda, she definitely is. Mm-hmm. And I even think most of the things she said to her were things that Trent said to her. Do you think? Or do you think she embellished? To Lucinda or you mean to Sav? To Sav just now. Yeah, to Sav. I was going to say Lucinda is a different story. But, yeah, he said all those things. Yeah, so I'm – I don't know. Part he of said me all those like, things immediately without prompting almost. Yeah, and She's Abby- like, so how are you and Savannah? Savannah? Uh, she disgusts me now, I think. She was grabbing her clacker and uh, talking about sexually assaulting adult men. And uh, But both of these girls, like Lucinda and Sav, both when they hear these things from Abby, they're like, I'm going to go talk to him. And then they go talk to their person. And they're like, can you believe what this stupid Abby bitch is saying? You should be mad. Right. Really pisses me off. Anyway, so she brings up to Trent that Abby said in what Abby said in the chat. And he's like, I didn't word it like that. He just argues semantics, which is a little bit bullshit, I think. And Sav is like, oh, OK, so she just embellished everything, I guess. But she just believes him. Mm-hmm. Like, she's so keen to not believe. Well, that- Sarah, a relationship is based on trust. And he she met him five days ago. He hates her. He hates her. He would spit on her out in the real world you can't tell me that's not true that's what just what he does to all women he doesn't hate her more than he hates all women (laughs) maybe that's true uh actually don't think that's true i think he does hate her more than he (laughs) hates all women trent is like yeah she's going around getting herself in trouble and talking shit to everyone anyways um next we see kira and reed chat in the kitchen uh kind of well they're just kind of standing in the kitchen at the same time at one point uh, and Kira's like, you know, I don't know who to trust or who to listen to. And she says that she knows he picked her out of pity in the game. 
And even so, it was just a slap in the face. And she's like, I wish you would just say to me, look me in the eyes and say, I'm not interested. I would get it. I get it now when you haven't even said it. And I understand it. And she tells him that his actions speak volumes because he has done nothing to actually get to know her. And she knows that he just wanted to stay in the villa. And he's like, no, I said I would be open to being interested. You didn't read the terms and conditions, bitch. Caught ya. Oh, my God. Open to being interested. That's his. That's what he thinks his loophole is. What does that even mean? It doesn't mean anything. It's like, yeah, I guess I hated uh, broccoli as a kid. I guess I'll try it. Like if I have the next time broccoli is in front of me, I guess I'll try it. I guess I'll think about it at least. That's so stupid. Uh, (laughs) She says that she would have rather kept Ollie and sent him the fuck home. And then again, me both sister. Yeah, absolutely. He stutters through saying again that he is open to being interested. And she is like, (laughs) she's pretty much like, okay, cite your sources. She's like, in what way have you been, in what way have you been open to getting to know me? When have we had a conversation? And he pretty much says nothing. And she's like, okay, you're welcome for being here. Bye. Yeah, you're welcome for saving you. And he's like, I really do appreciate that. And then he tells her, she's sitting down now. I thought the conversation was over. And he says, okay, I'm going to be brutally honest with you. Are you ready, Brendan? Are you ready for some brutal honesty? I can't wait. I am not totally uninterested in you. Wow. Like, thank you for these scraps, sir. <laughs> You're not the biggest bitch I've ever seen in my that life. That is the dumbest fucking thing I've ever... That's your brutal honesty? I'm not totally uninterested in you. What did he think that... I think he really thought that was going to floor her. Oh, my God. There's still a chance. I can't. What does that mean? That doesn't mean anything. He just doesn't know when the next recoupling or anything will come up. So right. he wants to make sure she's still He's like, like, I thought maybe. I heard a text. Actually, I am interested in you still. <laughs> uh, and next, Nakia gets a text, and it's time for a challenge. Mm. And Abby is hosting, and the Islanders have to do a sexy pole dance to get a question. And then they have to guess a number in correspondence with a fan question. It's like wavelength. It is kind of like wavelength, but with percentages instead. It's just actually the thing the mm-hmm. the thing that you change the number of that looks like wavelength. Yeah, I guess it's nothing like wavelength. <laughs> uh, but it makes more sense when I, once I actually started seeing it happen. So, uh, Tyra and Ben get what percentage of super fans think Tyra is playing it safe with Ben? By the way, super fans are back. They're still not real. No. Yeah, don't worry about them. They're not real. They can't hurt you. <laughs> um, Tyra guesses 75. Ben guesses 80. And the correct answer was 90. And Dang. I'm I'm with the super fans on this one, actually. So yeah. it seems pretty obvious. Kira and Reed get what percentage of super fans think Kira and Reed could win Love Island? This is how I know they're fucking fake. Right. <laughs> Kira and Reed both guess 0%. <laughs> And uh, the correct answer is 30%. How there is even one person. They probably asked it like as he wa- came in or whatever. Okay. And a bunch of fucking idiots were like, oh, it's a beautiful story. Imagine falling in love with the the man who dug out your sister <laughs> before she got married to a sociopath on TV. 
Wow, it's a fairy tale. He destroyed her clacker. Stop with the clacker. <laughs> Tia and Nate get what percentage of super fans think Tia is likely to break Nate's heart? Tia guesses 25, Nate guesses 40, and the correct answer is 65%. I'm I'm up there, man. I think I am too. Nikki and Kale are next, and they have what percentage of super fans think Kale and Nikia are compatible? Nikia guesses 75%, Kale guesses 80, and the correct answer was 15. Which I think is like, uh, I think that must be, they haven't seen the last episode or so, maybe? Like, maybe it was just their first date? Yeah. Because I feel like Nikia and Kale are pretty solid, at least for this fucking crew of people. I know. They seem to be into each other. Anyways, next is Sav and Trent. What percentage of super fans think Trent and Sav will end up boyfriend girlfriend? Sav guesses thirty five percent. Trent guesses forty five percent, and the correct answer is five. Uh oh. They hit it on the they hit it on the nose with this one though. Yeah. <laughs> That's just fair. For Lucinda and Zach, they get what percentage of super fans think Zach likes Lucinda more than she likes him? Lucinda says 20%, Zach says 80%, and the correct answer is 80%. He hits the nail on the head with that one. And then for some reason, Ben and Tyra go again, um, and they get what percentage of super fans think Tyra and Ben will stay together outside? Now, let me ask you a question. You go a second time. Right. Your first is 90% of people think you're playing it safe with your current partner. Right. Then you get a question. Do you think or how many people thought you and your current partner will last on the outside? (laughs) Now, you have information already. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Do you choose to apply that? Ignore. Or ignore it and get offended when you're shocked by it? Ignore. Okay. Just wanted to check. So (laughs) Tyra guesses 45, Ben guesses 10, and the correct answer is 5%. Did I say that? Uh, uh, Yes, but that's fine. Here it is again. I'm just kidding. I won't do it again. <laughs> um, and after the game, everyone seems to have taken the super fan challenge very seriously. We see Nikki and Kale chat quick, and she says that she didn't like the challenge. She's confused by their compatibility percentage, but they both say that they think every day things get better and better with them, so they're good. And then Tyra admits that in her previous recoupling, she did play it safe with Ben because she could have taken a risk. And Zach asks her if she thinks or if she thinks that if she met Ben on the outside, would she even like him? She's like, actually, I think I would actively hate him. (laughs) Uh, She says that she thinks that meeting Ben on the outside would cringe her out. I'm like, she's saying this in the middle, like in front of everyone else. I'm like, does she have no tact? Doesn't she realize that this would come off like as mean? Yeah, I'm And part of me wants these girls to be mean to the boys because I think they fucking suck. But also, it's like... It's so crazy. I don't know. Uh, She says that she didn't mean it in a bad way, though. As if there was a good way to be cringed out by somebody. Like, you know, I'm subscribed to a cringe compilation YouTuber. Are you? No. Oh, thank God. Some people would be, you know? (laughs) Yeah, you're right. Some people would be. So, like, some people like to get cringed out. Yeah, and this is when she says that she just doesn't know if it's because he's a whole year younger, which is a lot. 
Remember, when you're 23. Nobody likes you. A whole year. The fact that he said a whole year (laughs) is so crazy. You're a child, dude. Yes. Uh, And then at nighttime, while getting ready for the night, Lucinda tells Abby that when she came in, Zach knew who she was and that she thinks maybe the super fans took that as him being more into her. And maybe that's where the percentage came from. And Abby brings up that on the date with Zach, he was asking about like her reality TV career a little bit, what her followers are like on Instagram. And, um, you know, if they grew when she was on those shows and she says that she thinks he just wants the fame and Lucinda looks shocked by this as a possibility. Girl, you were on UK. I know. I was going to say the irony of saying this to an alumni. It's like, this is not uh, an accusation. This is a fact. Right. Why are you here again? <laughs> exactly. Did you maybe recognize the benefits that come with being on a TV show? No, she wants to find love. Oh, sorry. And the slow-mo dance party tonight worked. is kind of crazy. It, yeah, I know. Ben is kind of a good dancer. He's doing this one. Kale throws it back big time. Did you see him? No. And Reed does the John Cena thing. That's it. Oh, shit. Did you see it? Is that what this is? I literally couldn't see it. (laughs) (laughs) And then we see this night, Lucinda brings up Takira and Sav about Takira, Takira. (laughs) About Zach's questions about followers and Abby's reality TV show career. And Kira's like, oh, yeah, I totally think he's here for bad reasons. That seems obvious. Oh, you didn't? <laughs> and it's funny because at first I was like, no, I don't think so. And Kira's like, mm. and she's like, oh, but I do believe you, Kira. <laughs> and Abby says that she doesn't really know him. It's just the impression she gets. Is the impression that I get. Stop quoting what? songs. What song was that? Have you ever been close to gravity? So happy you could crash. That's not the lyrics at all. What fucking song was that? Uh, isn't that uh, Mighty Mighty Boss Tones? I don't know. Never had to knock on wood, but I know someone who has. Anyways. <laughs> uh, there's this weird thing now after this conversation where both Sav and Lucinda call over Trent and Zach and they're like you're in big trouble and then they like come up near them and then they like separate for chats but they're not far away at all yeah. like at all they could definitely hear it it's, they could definitely hear each other's seems chats like a small villa right yeah <sighs> everyone can hear everything always and I know they always say that you can but it looks visually so much smaller the outside than normal. I feel as though quite a bit of this was producer driven. If I just looking from yeah. the outside in, especially on Sav's part, because Sav and Trent already had this chat, mm-hmm. like about literally what they chat about. And I feel like they're like, go rehash it because right. Lucinda's now talking to Zach about the thing. Yeah. Um, so she, Lucinda pulls Zach and she tells him about Abby's conversation with her and that Kira had also had a similar thought about him in terms of like the whole social media thing. And she doesn't have this conversation with him in a way that is like, can you tell me like why you said this or did you say this or like, what did you mean by this? She is saying it 
giving him info. She's like, can you believe these girls thought this? She's not saying this in a way that she is like wondering his side of the story. Not at all. In fact. Um, And he says that Abby is a snake and he is not denying any of this, by the way. He just like says that Abby is a snake. And I mean, he kind of denies it. No, he doesn't. I, I I know he didn't say that's not true, but he was like, that's insulting for her to say that. That's basically calling me a gold digger. Yeah, like, but he doesn't deny I that know, he said the things is all I'm saying. I know, but that's... I think Why on earth are you sticking up for Zach? I'm not sticking up for him. I'm just saying, I feel like you're trying to be like, look, he clearly... He, so now he has plausible deniability because he didn't actually deny it, so he no, wasn't lying. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying he didn't deny the words that Abby said he said. I think he might have said it was bullshit. <laughs> Do, okay, so you said that you think... Did Abby say anything wrong to Lucinda or something incorrect? Because you made it uh, seem like she did before. I just think that whole co- I, she's been here for like the, like the boys said, which I do not agree with the boys at all. But she's been here for like twelve hours, and she's like literally like talking to everyone's ear. And no, she didn't say anything incorrect, but she was just like, "This is why this is why he did it," which I didn't I didn't necessarily read why that, he did what why he said what he said like why was he talking about Instagram followers or whatever. I don't yeah, know. she yeah she definitely gave her opinion about it. Yeah. I personally don't think that Abby did anything wrong here, in my humble opinion. Um, yeah, maybe. I don't know. It's just like, it, it seems like she did it for the wrong reason. I think she wanted to start drama. You think? Yeah. Um, I definitely think she likes being involved in it. But Yeah, for sure. But in this chat, so he's like calling Abby a snake. And he is, like, pissed. And he's, like, asking. He's, like, where is she? Where is Abby? And Lucinda is smiling. She is looking around. And she's, like, I don't know. And she's, like, smiling. I just want to be clear. Because Lucinda looks a little bit like a villain here to me. She looks like a fucking asshole, if I'm being honest. I read this completely differently than you read. She was literally sitting there smiling and looking around. I read around, it as, like, she... an uncomfortable smile. And, and... Again, she loved watching him get upset about this. She loved it. And you can't tell me differently. Well, you could, I, but I, I wouldn't believe disagree, it. But it's fine. It, I mean, literally none of this matters because everyone is wrong. Everything matters, Brendan. Uh, and then we see Staff talking to Trent now about shit they already talked about. And as I said, I think that this was just like they wanted them to have this chat mm-hmm. because they knew exactly how this was going to go. Um, let's just rehash this and make it good and fresh, I guess. And so Zach and Trent are just amping each other up. They're calling Abby a snake. They're like, let's go confront this girl. And so they find her in the teepee. She's in there talking to Reed. They call her out. They're saying like, you know, you talk shit to everyone. And Lucinda's just standing over there with the girls being like, I don't know what's going on. I have no idea. I was just having a conversation with Zach bullshit she started she knew exactly what that was gonna be she lit the fire and she let him go you know what i mean like that is what happened yeah and then zach is like over there being like um just because we had a shit date and i'm not interested in you you You're don't not have to spread hot. shit shut up dude. come on shut up and abby is like why are you just yelling at me instead of like pulling me aside Kale comes over, tells them that they're being, like, too aggressive. Abby starts, I'm going to say, quote, unquote, crying. Because, again, I don't see a tear. (laughs) But she makes crying sounds. 
Um, and I wrote, honestly, this season is not fucking good for me. <laughs> and we open episode eight, same place. We see Nate go with Abby to give her some space for the boys. Uh, we see Kale telling the guys that what they did was not cool. And they're like, no, you don't get it. She has done the worst thing ever. Kale's like, I don't care. You don't, I see two guys surrounding and yelling at a girl and Zach's like, yeah, but she said I was interested in Lucinda for followers. And Kale's like, oh, that is fucked up. Uh, yeah, they don't. They weren't surrounding her. <laughs> no, they were just they were in like front twenty of her. feet away. But but still, two yeah. guys just yelling at a girl. Yeah, that was weird for sure. I mean, there's only two of them. How much could they surround her? Unless they like <laughs> one in the front, one in the back. <laughs> <laughs> Get big like she's a black bear. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Lucinda and Kira try to come into the bedroom when they hear that Abby is in there crying and, uh, Nate is like trying to like stop Lucinda from like walking up to her and she, that she acts confused and she's like saying that she didn't know that Zach was going to go talk to her, which again is a fucking lie. It just is because he said right to her face, where is she? Where is she? Mm-hmm. And then she watched him go over to Trent, <clears throat> but also it, Nate is a little bit sanctimonious. Yeah. Well, I don't know if sanctimonious is the right word. I think if, and this is a big if, <laughs> if this situation uh, happened at all organically and I was in Abby's place, I think I would appreciate a person like Nate being there in my corner. You know what I mean? Yeah. Watching it, again, it's like a little bit much. I'm no fucking Tia, okay? Mm-hmm. Tia's a little bit fucking much for me. Yeah. But, you know, if I put myself in the position of Abby where I have, like, people who are coming at me, I mean, I feel like I would appreciate Nate. And Nate was like, you don't come here because you did this. Which <laughs> weird, but... Uh, and I guess, like, I look at it a little bit differently because I do see Lucinda as having a big... Like, Lucinda is a big reason that this happened, if you ask me. Yeah, 100%. Is she the reason? No. Zach is his own fucking nightmare of a person. But right. we see Zach apologize for offending Reed, which was crazy. I was like, what the <laughs> fuck is this? What the? You're, you're apologizing to Reed? He was just standing nearby. <laughs> Wrong person, bud. And we see Nate outside talking to some of the others, and he is, like, over the way this shit was handled. He's like, it's not okay. And Tia just keeps saying shit like, you know, that's how it is in here, though, and you have to watch what you say. And Nate is like, no, literally, that's not what it's about. And if you feel that way, like, I don't fuck with that shit. And Nate says that he feels like girls should have each other's backs. He doesn't like girls who don't have each other's backs. That's weird. Um, I, part of me knows what he's saying, but like as a person who doesn't really have that many friends, I'm no, I'm sorry. That's, that's weird. What do you mean? It's saying that like, oh, you're a girl. Yeah. It's kind of you like, you have to agree with this girl. It's kind of like Joe with Lucy in season five, right? Joe kept being like, Lucy, be friends with the girls, be yeah. friends with the girls. And Lucy's like, eh, I'm just a, yeah. I'm just a guy's girl. <laughs> People should just defend the person getting picked on. Right. Not all girls should band together. Hey, that was a nightmare of season nine UK. Okay? Right. That exactly. was too fucking much. Exactly. That's, <laughs> that's a stupid kind of sexist thing to say. For someone as chivalrous as he wants to be. That's like a weird thing to say. 
Yeah, it's a little bit much. You defended and her. More people should probably should have defended her. I yeah, don't know. I agree. A part of me also gets like Tia being like, I wasn't involved. I wanted to stay out of it. Yeah, I <clears throat> see. That's where we'll get to it. We'll but get she to gets it. she goes too far with it. Yeah, she's 100%. also like, I don't give a fuck about you people. <laughs> she's like, I'm also like, fuck that stupid bit. And I was like, you don't know her. Can we have a happy media? <laughs> yeah. And Lucinda now says that she is angry at Zach and that it's not okay to have yelled at Abby, which of course it's not okay. But again, I'm just mad at Lucinda in this situation. Like, I just feel like she was such a fucking dummy. Yeah, she's 100% a dummy. Because the problem with all of these girls is normally when you hear your partner's talking shit about you, you go, hey, I've been hearing some things. Mm-hmm. Like, is there anything you need to tell me? Right. Every single time these girls are like, okay, so I talked to Abby and she said that you said just then that you don't fuck with me. It's like, okay, why don't we not sell someone under the bus? Whether or well, not- and also, they're not even like saying, hey, I heard this. Is this true? I think- Can we talk about this? They don't do that. They're just like, listen, this is what Abby said. Isn't she a stupid bitch? No, I don't. I don't. I disagree with that. But I I see what you're saying, though. They're, the problem is they don't have like the, the nuts. You know what I mean? Like they don't have the nuts to be like, hey, some people are saying some things. Why is this not true? Or like, why is this true? Zach you know I mean? is they're always They're always just like. Um, okay, so I heard this. Don't get mad, but I heard this thing from this girl, and she said you said this, maybe? And then the second they're like, what? They're like, Isn't okay, that crazy? Okay, okay, okay. You know what I mean? Like, Not, I, don't, I mean, I don't, I don't see it exactly that way. I don't think they're like, hey, let's fuck with Abby. No, I'm not saying, I'm not saying that either. I'm, it, it comes from having no nuts. I 100% agree with that. But I feel like it does become a kind of like, but that's just what I heard. And I heard it from her. Like, right. they don't like, they don't like try to make a conversation of it. They just right. like want to say what they heard. And then they well, know they, that the boys will never fucking admit to it. That's the thing that I think they don't know that. I think they're hoping that they will admit it. Like if Ke- like maybe at first, Kira they have to is know the at this opposite point. of this. Like, yeah, if Kira heard this shit. She'd be like, hey, fucking try to talk your way out of it. I dare you, you know, depending on who it is. Right. I feel. Um, Nate tells Abby not to worry about these people because they're never going to be her ride or die. And she says that she just wants to crawl in a hole and eat some cheese. Hey, girl, that's just a mouse. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Lucinda and Zach chat next. And she says that she talked to him for reassurance and to see his reaction, which she loved, by the way. You can't tell me she didn't love it. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and she didn't know it would turn into all this. And Zach says he overreacted and Lucinda says that he should apologize to Abby and says he's not capable of doing anything alone, but also Trent needs to apologize to, uh, he goes with Trent to the bedroom. I was so fucking mad at this. (laughs) Just like seeing Trent follow them walk here out with their fucking water bottles. And I was watching it. I was just like, fucking loser. <laughs> I know. It's like literally just like him following like too close. He's like this close to Zach. Yeah. It's just like, <laughs> dude, have you don't have a brain. Like, I literally think you got your brain removed. <laughs> He's so weird, dude. So they go to the bedroom where Nate and Abby are. Nate leaves and Trent says he wants to apologize and that it wasn't fair for both of them to like go over there and confront her. 
And, you know, Abby was like, I haven't twisted anything. I only said what you both said to me. Zach said that he was feeling fragile after the challenge and that he didn't think about how it would have felt to have two of them come up to her and just start yelling at them, at her. They hug it out. I wish they didn't. It feels like horse shit, but whatever. I mean, I'm sure it's easier to live in a house that way if y'all hug it out. I know. And you can tell it wasn't genuine. And this was kind of funny. But you can tell it wasn't genuine because she's like, yeah, just don't do it again. And he's like, man, don't talk shit again. Uh, uh, I'm just kidding. Uh. And then they all come outside and she's like, oh, don't worry, guys. We all made up. And Tia and Nate chat next. And Tia says that she didn't want to get involved in the drama. And she didn't appreciate him saying that she should have Abby's back and that she would rather stay out of it. And I feel like if she just ended there, I almost would have been fine. Um, And he says, well, if that was you, though, and the rest of the girls, like, shrugged it off, how would you feel? And she's just like, yeah, I'm not friends with her, so I don't fucking care about that. Dude, I know. (laughs) It's like, I get not wanting to be involved. To not get as involved as him, 100%. But, like, even just, like, you know uh kira who wasn't involved she went up there with lucinda and just like sat with her like Like, tia is enjoying the fact that someone is having a hard time right now that's how she makes it seem yes and it's like why do you hate her or do you not hate her and this is just like this is how you deal with ambivalence (laughs) uh you can tell he is not appreciative of this part of her and uh she says she's genuinely nasty it's like hard to look at this part of her And she's like, I don't want to pat him on the back for just, like, doing something tonight. He's like, doing something that you wanted to do? Like, whatever. What the fuck is that supposed to mean? I was annoyed by what he did a little bit. But did it seem like he was trying to get a pat on the back? No. I didn't see it that way, personally. Uh, Reed doesn't understand how He's basically calling him a simp right now. Kind of. Maybe it's just... That she didn't like him giving this attention to another girl? No. <laughs> I don't think that's it. I don't, I don't know. know. Anyways, next we see that Reed doesn't understand how we can see the moon with our eyes since it's so far away. And Abby is convinced that the moon this. is bigger than Earth. I don't believe this for one fucking second. <laughs> this bitch has been on TV too many times <laughs> to not know exactly what she's doing. It's the same as her storming out during the first date. Right. She knows that she's, this is like her, what is it, the Brexit thing? <laughs> oh, oh, from, uh, yeah, from the season you haven't yet seen. She's like, I'm going to have, I'm going to have the thing now. It's going to be, I think the moon is bigger than the earth. Right. No, you don't. <laughs> no, she doesn't. And then Sav gets a text and the hideaway is open. Literally, why? Why is it open? Close it's it. so dumb. Nobody everyone's needs like, to go. Everyone's like, already? Also, it's the waiting room. Confirmed. It is the waiting room. So dumb, dude. Why bother having the waiting room? What? We're never going to see it again. What was the fucking point of that? We're never going to see it that again. Was... Anyways, they pick Ben and Tyra. Uh, Tyra barely fucking likes Ben at this point, but I guess. <laughs> I sh- it's so stupid. Uh, the girls... season is like a fever. It feels like a NyQuil dream. It really is so crazy. Uh, the girls help her stretch for the night, and then uh, she gets ready. Ben shave gets ready. Butthole. Ben says he needs to shave, and he is going to go completely skinhead. Is that what he said? Maybe. <laughs> I usually don't shave the head, but. 
You can do whatever you want. <laughs> what happened to you, Ben? <laughs> they go into the hideaway. They pop the champagne. They enjoy a cheese platter. We start seeing cheese platters, and then we don't stop. <laughs> we went a few episodes without them, but. Ain't no party like a cheese platter party because a cheese platter party don't stop. <laughs> At bedtime, as soon as the lights go out in the hideaway, Ben goes for it. He gives her a massage. We see that Reed is sleeping on the couch, which is nice. I think he's the one who deserves to be on the couch instead of Kira. So Amen. I'm glad that he did that. Um, Tia is still complaining that apparently Nate wants a pant on the the pat on the back for being a decent person. And I wrote, Nate is literally too fucking fine. Just him getting into bed. He is so pretty. He's so pretty. Yeah. Uh, do we think that Ben and Tyra hooked up? No. No? Only because I've seen the rest of the episode. Oh, do they say explicitly that they don't? She says they dibble-dabbled a little bit, but right. not too much. So I'm assuming they, like, felt each other up. Oh, I thought um, Lucinda said that. Mm, they both said it. Yeah, but Lucinda is the one who said not too much. No, L- L- Lucinda said they almost dibble-dabbled. <laughs> I can't when they do this shit. I know. Uh, in the morning, uh, Ben and Tyra seem to enjoy their time in the hideaway. They go back to the main bedroom to wake up all the islanders. Nate is still frustrated by Tia's lack of communication and just general unwillingness to uh, say Be anything. A decent to person, I guess. <laughs> we see the girls chat, and Tyra talks about her night in the hideaway. Lucinda says that her and Zach nearly dibble dabbled. You're right about that. Uh, whatever the fuck that means. We but all know. I don't know because she. I don't. They don't make it sound like dibble dabbling is sex fully. I think dibble dabbling is sex time. Sexy time. Yeah. But also apparently there. It seems like their relationship went to the next level in some way. Mm-hmm. Um, we see Abby and Lucinda chat, and Abby says that Ben is off of her radar after last night, and she says with Nate she doesn't really want to get involved with him and Tia's issues. Lucinda tells her that if you like Nate to give it a chance because she's like, I don't know how much longer they will last. They are literally not even speaking to each other. Lucinda says that she doesn't know how to twerk. So she asks Sav for some help, but they just end up trying to do like a split in the air off of a chair and it's ridiculous and it's not, it's none of it is twerking. I don't know how it becomes what it is. Yeah. Zach, and here we go with the cheese platters and the picnics. I can't believe it took us eight episodes, but here we are. I don't want it. <laughs> we'll speed through it. <laughs> Zach asked some of the girls to help Luc- to help keep Lucinda occupied so that he can set up a little picnic for her. And all he does is set up a place to sit under a bench, which is crazy to me because that's a seat. Why would you choose to sit on the ground in front of the seat instead of sitting on the seat? Because it's not a fucking picnic. Sarah. It's not a pic. Why didn't he go on the grass like Nate does later? That's a picnic. You don't get it. <laughs> True. <laughs> Fair. I don't get it. <laughs> um, And then Tyra grabs Lucinda and brings her upstairs to Zach. The boys bring some orange juice for their little date. And these girls, the way that they fucking fawn over the bare minimum, she just like walks up to him. At first, it's just Zach sitting on a blanket on the ground. And she's like, oh, she's like. She can't believe he's done this for her. She's Fuck, never had a guy. Done this. <laughs> She's like never had a guy be this sweet to her. He's just sitting on the ground with a towel. He basically says you're welcome as soon as he sees her. <laughs> but the boys then bring her some orange juice. And then I wrote, there's no way he made that fucking cheese platter. It looks too good. 
It didn't look that. It his, just looks like a piece of cheese. His looks great. good. His looks good. It's like nicely arranged. And there's all these different types of cheeses. Some of them are cut. I don't believe Zach made this cheese platter. Mm. I don't believe it. And I'm like, the boys last year had to make their own platters. And we do see that Zach makes his own. So I make a pretty good platter, though, don't I? You make an excellent platter. Thank you. Insane. For those that follow me on my Instagram, maybe you saw it. Because I did post a picture of it at one point. Ah. Ah. <laughs> Uh, she asked if Zach meant it last night when he said that he was falling for her, which we didn't see, by the way. But I guess I'll believe her. Yeah. No, he did say that in bed. They were like at nighttime oh. when the lights were off. He's like, I think I'm falling for you. Oh, She's really? Like, I think I am, too. And I was like, you guys met three days ago. <laughs> I think my subtitle didn't work for that. Uh, but he says he did mean it. And she says it would be really hard for her head to turn at this point, And he says the same. And then we see Nate make a fruit platter, not a cheese platter. Although I do think there is a cheese or two. But it is a lot of fruit um, for Tia so that they can chat and talk things out. Tyra keeps Tia busy while Nate sets up. And he has a picnic laid out on the grass. That feels like a picnic to me. Mm-hmm. What can I say? Maybe it also I'm... feels like a waste to me. But, you know, what are you going to do? It is that. Um, and he says he wants to get away from the situation with the tensions getting so high last night. She says that she doesn't know why he felt the need to get himself involved. And he says, she says that she doesn't understand why he told Lucinda to not be in the bedroom, which I wonder, it seems like this is a thing that really matters to her because it kind of comes back to this, I feel like, a time or two. And he's like, well, I was trying to, I was trying to comfort someone and Lucinda had something to do with the whole situation getting riled up to begin with. And then Nate asks if she is mad about him saying that to her. She's like, no, I just think you shouldn't have said that. And then he plays an Uno reverse card. Mm. <laughs> and he said, why are you getting mad at me for being involved when you yourself are now being involved in what is between me and Lucinda? And she just sits there with her mouth open for like 10 seconds. She's like, that's my opinion. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, and he's like, right. I think we have different scopes on situations and how to handle them. And she's like, yeah, we're just fighting about things that aren't even our fight. Um, but does she realize that they're not actually fighting about that? Like, they're not fighting about that situation. Mm-hmm. Does she realize that? I think they're not even fighting. He's just like, you're not horrible, right? You're not nice, though. <laughs> this, the whole point is like. I just need to find out if you have a soul. <laughs> or empathy? Yeah. Can Sympathy? you can we start there? Um, and they kind of leave this conversation not in a great place. And Nate even says right before everyone starts getting ready for the nighttime that if he had to choose right now, that he would choose Kira over Tia. Which okay. Put a pin in it. <laughs> he w- yeah, he was in the pool with the boys and he says if there's a coupling tonight, which I know there isn't, I would pick Kira over Tia. There is a coupling tonight. And I think it's only because he said this. And it's his fault. <laughs> Kira- no, I'm serious. I'm serious. Because they're like, oh, that'll cause drama. Sure, let's do it. Yeah. And he's Put the your money reason- where your mouth is, buddy. He's the reason Kira went home. Damn. Because there was a coupling two nights ago. Why would there be a coupling tonight? If he Only because he said that. No one else recoupled. Right? Love your conspiracy theory brain. It's not yeah. a conspiracy. No one else recoupled. Yeah. 
Like, it doesn't make any sense. Well, I mean, Abby. I guess you could say, yeah, but I feel like But normally, Abby had to, so Kira would be a choice. You yeah, know what I mean? I think that if this was a regular night and if it was just like a bomb's turn to steal somebody, mm-hmm. she would have stolen Reed and Kira would have just been single for another few days. There's right. a possibility of another bomb. 100%. He is the reason Kira went home and that I is... need him to know that. <laughs> I love the theory. You can't say shit into a microphone like that and not expect <laughs> for them to fucking call your bluff, dude. Yeah. Put up or shut up, baby. Yeah. Anyways. And I was like, he's not going to have the fucking stones to do it either. Yeah. And then so he just sacrificed his best friend, the fucking asshole. Hey, spoiler alert. Well, we all knew. He's a fucking <laughs> simp. Anyways, then it's nighttime. Lucinda gets a text. Everyone goes to the fire pit and our lovely lady monk shows up. She's totally in her sleigh era. <laughs> no, she's in her spicy era. Spicy era is over. Okay, we'll get to it. <laughs> <laughs> and Sophie brings Abby to the front of the fire pit, and she has to choose who to couple with. And she chooses Reed. And in Kira's, I mean, she gets an iconic phrase before she leaves because uh, Sophie asks her how she feels after Reed has been stolen. And she says, she stole my problem, not my man. And that is iconic. I lo- yeah. Sophie's like, I need that on a t-shirt. Yeah. And then she brings all the girls to stand up in front and they have a recoupling, which, as you stated, is a little bit sus. Because not much changes here. And by not much, I mean like nothing. Because Ben goes first and he chooses Tyra. Part of me was like, that was the only thing that was a little bit up in the air. Um. Even that. Maybe Trent was up the... I don't know. Nothing really. There was, Nothing really. There wasn't enough people for things to get shaken up here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zach chooses Lucinda. Kale chooses Nakia. Trent chooses Sav. And Nate goes last. And he chooses Tia for some fucking reason. Because he didn't... Because ha- he's a pussy. Clearly. He didn't have the stones. Clearly. You know what I mean? Like, he was never going to do it. Because then he would have been the bad guy who didn't give her all the chances she deserved or whatever. I feel like he should know better that it's not about that. But at the end of the day, he doesn't. He... That's my point. He's a little pussy boy. Yeah. I mean, I don't disagree. He definitely made a fucking weak ass move. Mm-hmm. He's still hot, though. So I guess. Oh my God. You don't think so? He's not my type. Oh, my God. Anyways, uh, Kira is dumped, which is fine. And she is also fine with it. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, like as much as I'm like justice for Kira, she needed to leave. She needed to leave and she was ready to go home. And Sophie says... That the Can't say she didn't go out on her shield, though. <laughs> uh, Sophie says that the spicy era is over. <gasps> now it's the vibes era. <gasps> Those are two words that mean the same thing, almost. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're two words that mean nothing in the context of era. Mm-hmm. Because it's not like the game isn't changing. Mm-hmm. Okay, so here's the thing. After the recoupling and after Kira leaves... Mm-hmm. Uh, Nate had a talking head where he's like, I just hope she appreciates what I did. Her oh. being Tia. And I was like, oh. hey, that's it's going to be the opposite. <laughs> Why would she appreciate you considering picking someone she knows you didn't like? And then the girls are talking in the makeup room mm-hmm. and she's like, she, he was waffling back and forth. And I was literally just like, I hope he picks her and sends me home. 
And Abby was like, no, you don't. No, you don't. And then she says, like, the most mean girl stupid shit I've ever heard. She's like, well, you're not me, so you don't know. (laughs) I thought Tia seemed so nice. When? (laughs) In, like, the first episode. Yeah, I don't know. She always kind of seemed kind of, like, uh, 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 unempathetic to me. She has. But I didn't proved, think she was awful. She has proved to be at least she, that. She is awful. She's not nice. She's an. Uh, she would, one hundred percent, make me cry. Her and her Mercedes. Mm-hmm. Like she is Mean Girls coded for sure. Yeah, she's in her Mean Girls era. I honestly. <laughs> Anyways, that's the end of Love Island, Australia. Season five, week two. Oh, speaking of Mean Girls, real quick, and then we'll get out of here. I'm sorry. Follow us on Patreon. But <laughs> uh, did you see the trailer for the new Mean Girls? No. It literally says, not your mother's Mean Girls. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck, dude. I'm 30. <laughs> no, it's just because it's the musical. No, it's because It's people... the musical. Mean Girls the musical? Yeah. it's the It's the movie adaptation of the musical. Like, Tina Fey's still in it. I know, but what I'm saying is the tagline, not your mother's Mean Girls, is because people who watch Mean Girls are now mothers. No, I don't think it's that. I think it's because it's a different, it's like a different thing. I know, but I think it's a reference to how old I am. I don't think so. I think you're I am the mother in this situation. I'm older than you and I'm not looking at it that way. It's because. Because what? Because I'm having a midlife crisis. You know, I hate when people, when I say that and people are like, you're not in the middle of your life. And I'm like, you don't fucking know that. I'm 300 pounds <laughs> and I'm 30 years old. <laughs> I think I'm square in the middle, baby. <laughs> well, I remember I said that when I was like 25. I was like, I feel like I'm having a midlife crisis right now. People like, call those quarter life prices. Yeah, but you know what? I'm not living to 100. That's no one fucking does. absurd. I know, but I think, you know. I don't know. I don't know. I was. You don't want to be on the Smucker's jar? <laughs> what? On the Today Show. I don't know what you're talking Al about. Al Roker congratulates everyone who turns 100. By putting them on a Smucker's jar? Uh, yeah. I don't know. I had a 96-year-old great aunt whose whole whole dream was to make it on the Smucker's jar. Did she? No, she died at 96. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> She almost made it. She lived through both world wars. Damn. Maybe yeah. next time. <laughs> <laughs> She's dead. <laughs> Are you talking about the third world war? <laughs> no. I don't know what I meant. <laughs> I've been up for too long. Apologize to Aunt Jean right now. Sorry. We've talked to her before on the pod. We've never talked to her. Yeah, we have. <laughs> We've talked, talked, like, to her into the ether. Really? Yeah, you don't remember? You've brought up Aunt Jean before. Somebody will back me up. We have talked to Brenda. Oh, I forgot Aunt something Jean. to spare. She used to say that <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Anyways. We shouted her out. <laughs> yeah, shout out Aunt Jean. Anyway, um, <laughs> that's it. Okay. Do Love the- you guys. Bye. Bye.